Welcome to Anime Archives with Ernest and John. Well, happy New Year, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, yada yada, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Happy to all those. Is there any other holiday things that pop up? Uh, not that I don't know if you missed any. It's probably I Chinese think New Year is like in February. Yeah, and I yeah, think a Russian New Year or Russian Christmas is uh, like uh, January thirteenth or fourteenth yeah. or something like that. So most of the holidays <laughs> have passed. Uh, this yes. is the last possible podcast of the year. Yes, our December thirty first anime archives. And uh, mm-hmm. our what's our top? Well, before we go into topics, I just had to uh, put on record what? that I asked the the host Ernest. I asked him, "Hey, can I get you an energy drink?" And he's like, "No, I'm going to look for a healthy one." <laughs> Why does this guy pull up with Mountain Dew? Not like Diet Mountain Dew. He didn't go for any form of healthy. Diet, he went, are, diet sodas are terrible. He you. literally went for the worst type of soda possible. I went for the natural energy drink at your convenience store, and they only had lime flavor, and I was like. I really like drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's what I, I, I am doing that. <laughs> Worst of both. Because I wanted the energy drink. I did. But I was like. I could have got I, you a sugar-free live. Red Bull for like 10 calories. I, I, I drink. I, I can. Yeah. Don't get me started on energy drinks. No. I mean, yeah. In the end, they're not good for you. No. Even having, for instance, a sugar-free one still no. isn't good. But. I just. I think if we had to compare a sugar-free Red no, no, Bull no, no, yeah, to a Mountain Dew. Mm. There's some issues. I need to cut soda out completely too, and eventually I will. But um, it, it's tough. It's you have one over of my hardest vices. Two hundred times the sugar and calories. Do the do. Seventy-seven grams. Damn. And sometimes I ask myself, "Is like, is dying young such a bad thing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh Depending on where you're at, yes or no. <laughs> uh, so, anime archives. We are here for the anime that came out. In fall, fall of 2019. This yes. is our fall, yeah, uh, fall wrap up. I know yeah. on our next one, uh, we should be going through pretty much what our best were for 2019. 2019 yes, that will be our next one. We want to also go through, uh, wait for the Crunchyroll Awards and kind of see whether we agree or disagree like we did last year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <sighs> that's going to be a lot. Uh, I, I need to go back through some of the back categories and buy. What are the ones I finish and ones? What was the ones like I, I loved and absolutely loved of mm-hmm. 2019? And uh, mm-hmm. we're pretty lucky because 2019 brought out quite a lot of different shows. Yeah, yeah. brought out a lot actually. It was more. I'm uh, even like at least for this season, this was the most uh, new things I watched. Um, yeah, because normally it, it's kind of hard for us to break away because when you have a couple specific shows, usually we're just going to keep watching those shows. Yeah. Like shows like, for instance, Black Clover, they almost never end at this yeah, point. Yeah. They never really take yeah. time off. So it's easy to get caught up and just continuously watching that, which takes away from your ability to watch anything else because, mm. again, you're just keeping on with the same series. So with our list this time, we wanted to make sure that this is only brand new series that came out in fall. We didn't want to retouch up on anything that happened to come out a little bit yeah. in spring. So we stayed away from, say, Dr. Stone. That, yeah, that wrapped up. Because that wrapped up. Yeah, that wrapped up in the fall. We stayed away from uh, My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. Black Clover, you said things like that. Uh, some things continued like... Um, uh, Shogugeki did it. I'm pretty sure it continued. 
Yeah, so Shokugeki got yeah. continued. Uh, we never learn. Um, yeah, that one ended up continuing. So we kind of we're trying to just stay away from that aspect. And don't get us wrong, we'll end up probably mentioning it or talking about some of it. But for the most part, our whole goal was what are we already know what's good. What are the yeah. shows out there that might be potentially missed? Or if you read the title, you look at it and you're like, oh, I probably won't watch that. Okay. So. We have probably about four or five each when it comes to this in terms of good things that we yeah. have watched. I have a, I have five I watched at least one episode of or more. Mm-hmm. And then I have five that sparked my interest, but I just never got around to actually watch them. So this is going to be quite a good amount of different yeah. episodes. Now, starting uh, with you, what was one of the anime that you've seen over a fall that you really liked? Oh, you want to talk about the ones we watched first? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. that. All right. Let me uh, change something real quick. Um, one of the ones, uh, actually, I'll save that one for later. I'll talk about one that surprised me actually. That I watched it because I needed more stuff to finish. To actually say I watched animes of this fall season, and that one is called in English. Didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life? Or Watashi no Yoku wa. Hey, Kunichi de Ita Ata Yone. I'm just done. I'm just, if it has an no. English word, I'm just going to go with English. I mean, that's fair, but. The new year. That actually I'm, sounded better than usual. Because I'm just going fast. <laughs> I'm not stopping like that. I'm, I'm not overthinking. I'm just going straight to it. I um, mean, both titles sounded absolutely ridiculous. Whether it was yeah. English or the long part in Japanese, either one sounded. Like, why would they name it like Japan and the East Sky long names? But I guess they do. Get, draw people's attention like why is the name so long well i mean like a statement most of the source material comes from a light novel yeah, so yeah. if you see a hundred different light novels on the shelf and yeah. all you see is the spine so you, it's just the title yeah you have to stand out somehow yeah. and sometimes these ridiculous titles stand out like uh another great one that i can think of right now like didn't i flush the toilet when i took a when i took a shit that's one that, that's a light novel that's real? No. Oh, man. You got me. You got me. Oh, oh man. I, I was like, dude, the Japanese. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be a weird ass East guy. Um, but, yeah, this one I uh, watched, like, two episodes of, and it actually was funnier than I thought it would be. I thought it would be goofy. So what's but, it about? Um, basically, it's another East guy, a girl who's, like, this smart, very uh, – High strong girl in, in in high school. She had a great, pretty much a great life. She had no friends though. She's just like all about her uh, academics and stuff. And she believed that made people feel intimidated by her mm-hmm. and not want to be her friend in any way. So she didn't have friends, and uh, she happened to do like the Yu Yu Hakusho thing where she saves a kid from being hit by a car. Oh, so it was uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was it like? The mortal enemy of all anime and isekai yeah. protagonists is Truckoon. Truckoon <laughs> and kids playing traffic. Um, they have a lot of Japanese yeah. kids playing in it's traffic. Like, it's across gonna, so many different like, shows. I know there's parks in Japan. I, I was there. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I didn't see one like, kid playing traffic like, when I was like, in Japan. All animes. There's no adults. No responsible adults around. People are driving wildly. Uh. No mopeds, always huge vehicles. But anyways, she saves this little girl and ends up dying. And basically, this angel's like, well, you did a noble deed. So we're going to let you be reincarnated into a new world. 
and you get we'll give you one wish and she's like i wish to have be average across the board I'm like okay got you and they send her to a world where she like they they time skip her childhood and stuff obviously because she's reborn as a kid but basically she is going to this mage school to because uh, she has magical powers and come to find out that the whole being average there's a big funny thing about how the comparison of how they averaged her uh, they average her between the world's strongest creature and the world's weakest creature so she falls right in the middle of those two so she's actually extremely Still powerful. Pretty strong. <laughs> she's actually Still extremely, very strong extremely powerful and that becomes pretty wild but it's like four girls and just like their fun adventures and stuff going to this this school and just living life and yeah. you said you watched how many episodes? I watched of that? about two episodes of this. And what did you think of it? Is it something that you plan on watching the rest of? Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna finish uh three. Um, it's tough because the new year's coming around that I want to just jump into other things. But uh, if if I feel like it's if I have more time, I I may watch even a little bit more of it. It's it did all air. It's twelve episodes, so it's not too long. So you can watch this on Crunchyroll like right now if you want to. But I'm. Starting to try to limit how many anime animes I watch a day mm-hmm. to space it out and just be like, either I'm going to do for sure three episodes of something, and then the ones that I know I want to talk about and that grab my attention, just focus on getting those complete at least mm. than anything else, um, because I don't have as much time as I wish. Uh, but yeah, it's I I definitely think uh it's it, at least if you're looking for a uh if you like East Guys um comedy and like a fantasy i think at least check out the first episode see if it makes you laugh and are you interested in seeing like cute girls in a fantasy world some you know that it's it sounds but, to know. me like it's the definition of a safe anime yeah, there's not going to be anything that throws off your expectations you'll probably be able to predict all the main events yeah. you know exactly what's going to happen there's not going to be any heavy violence or blood and gore it's going to be a standard east sky like death march uh to the this March the Rhaps- Rhapsody, I think. Rhapsody thing, yeah. Uh, let's see, like Some stuff hair. like that, or yeah. in another world with my smartphone, just stuff like that, where yeah. it just very light. <sighs> that one was. I I couldn't even watch in a world in a world with a smart smartphone. That sounds goofy as hell. I watched it twice. You watched it the whole series twice. Well, it's only like twelve episodes. It's really not long. And then how does I, it get reception? Well, Imagine. spoiler alert. When he died, uh, God pretty much was like, hey, what do you want in this life? And he's like, well, can you just make my cell phone work? He's like, oh, all right. I got you. You don't have to worry about it. It will permanently run. You don't have to worry about battery life. You can't interact with anyone from your world, but you can get news, information, stuff like that. From his world? From like his standard world. Because, again, people update the Internet all the time. So he's like access to that information. But he can't. How is it useful in the fantasy world? Well, think about it. If you know how to make iron, you know how to make, you know how to make, like, you can kind of build on that aspect or like tactics in terms of a war and stuff like that. Now, I try to do a YouTube video of trying to fix my car battery and I end up having to take it to a shop because I destroyed my car battery instead. That sounds like something I can see for sure. Car battery seems a little (laughs) bit more intense. But they also not just did that. But because of uh, how he interacted with God, God was like, you know what? I'll make sure no one's really going to bother you, too. So he made him overpowered master of all the elements and stuff like that. And ironically, halfway through, 
polygamy happens to be like a normal thing over there. So then the harem thing fully works out and everyone just naturally accepts each other. It's one of those safe anime that you watch or put on the background that you don't have to really invest too much in the story. You know what's going to happen. I mean, again, if you just want something that's going to make you, uh, I want to say smile, but it's better than being indifferent. It's not a bad anime. It really isn't. Again, I'll watch like Death March uh, of that Rhapsody one. Yeah. So these type of standard run-of-the-mill, you see them every season style East guys. A lot of people think they're trash just because they're there's no soul. They're so they're not unique in the slightest. Mm. But part of me will always like him, always end up accepting them, and I'll end up watching them anyway. I mean, just like uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, every once in a while you'll find one that kind of stands head and shoulders above the rest. That's not these two that I mentioned, but there's potential definitely in that genre, even though it feels like it's oversaturated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely check out the first episode. I think you enjoy this one. That was my first one I actually watched this year. Actually surprised me of the fall. What about you? So for me, <coughs> um, now this isn't going to be one I recommend at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I did watch it from start to finish. Yeah. And just like what we talked about, the kind of trash, I don't want to say trash, but the East guy that gets pumped out every single season that you're probably not going to remember 10 years from now. I ended up watching one that got dropped during fall. It was called in English high school prodigies have the easy in another world. So we had two terrible titles kind of go back to back. So I think that this really suits following up what you, uh, the anime you just brought out. Yeah. And what this (laughs) one is, is, Seven high school students were all involved in an uh, airplane crash. They all happened to be Japanese and happened to be the best in their craft across the world. Because, of course, American, African, European doesn't have any prodigies themselves. None. All seven of the best of the their abilities happened to be on the exact same plane when they woke up in a different world. They ended up having to figure out how to make electricity, a power plant, and pretty much how to get back through this world that is fantasy. It's it's a fantasy. So you have the standard kind of troops in it in terms of overpowered characters. Um, it was hard for me. Again, I watched the whole thing, but there was only one out of maybe the the seven characters I really liked. And that was this, uh, like a blonde haired girl that was a doctor and okay. she didn't have a good episode literally until the 11th episode. Oh, they when, they, do they all have like episodes that focused on them or something? I don't want to say focus too much like, on them, but they, you can see one that of them took center stage. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. But there's definitely, I can say like the main character for sure. And again, it, it's an okay anime. One thing I didn't like uh, one thing I didn't no. like about it was randomly they would have some very intense kind of uh it'd be alluding to rape scenes. Okay. Uh, there was nothing that happened like, like throughout it in terms of the actual rape. It didn't happen. Okay. It but was like it skeezy guys. It would have it. it it definitely would have. Right. Like if any other situ if there wasn't plot armor, you would have been like, Yeah, that would have been a terrible night for that female. Okay. Like or that would not have happened, right? That's yeah. absolutely terrible. It gets dark quick, so you finish an episode almost feeling kind of dirty. That's what I felt oh, when wow. I when I like watched it, because it's like it felt it didn't it felt like they added it 
for all to me almost like an unknown reason. It's not like it added really to the story. It just didn't really make much sense to me. But again, there's a lot of people that could potentially like it. You can find it on Crunchyroll. It's already um, finished at this point. It got a three out of five stars. Mm. Some people gave it 60 uh, or some gave it five stars. A good amount of people gave it one star. So I would say, again, give it the three episode rule. Worst case scenario, you agree with me. (laughs) Worst case scenario. So that right there was (laughs) High School Prodigies Have It Easy in Another World. Uh, my next one was another one where I was like, I need to, I need to watch more of the season, uh, that I didn't check out. Uh, and this one I found randomly cause I was just like, let me see some of these like chibi anime, funny looking things. And this was like a short, like five minute episodes, comedy spoofs. And it's called, um, here it goes. Uh, Yurashima sa Katsin no Nichi Joel. Jow. Uh, anyways, it's basically um, the synopsis is easy. It's like the anime centers on the members of a real world four member male vocal unit named the titled anime. Uh, and the, <laughs> the characters, the characters themselves are like all these uh, these high school students. So they you know they all are protagonists. Color hair, brown hair, purple hair, red hair. Yellow hair, the brown hair guy, because he has brown hair, he has a little pet that carries on with him. But basically about them all being like new students in the school. And because they're the newest students, they're all new students, they can't they're, it's hard for them to find friends. So all four of them become friends and they start a new school club, a new student school club, so all the new students hang out and it just goofs off that. I watched like two episodes. And the first episode was them inter- just introducing themselves to the class. And each one became more outrageous because one kid was like, man, I want to be the most popular kid. I got to make sure I do a great first impression. And then everyone else did, like, over-the-top stuff. And they ended up all kind of, like, shutting themselves down from the class. It's kind of goofy. Um, it's five minutes, so it's not really heard. It finished airing. Um, I don't even know of this group, so I haven't even heard their music. But this got me thinking. Got me thinking hard as, as I read more about this. Why do in Japan, and, and I saw this before because they did uh, Yami Yami Yuki. Remember that one on Cartoon Network? Puffy Yami Yumi? Yeah, Puffy Yami Yumi. Puffy, Puffy Yami Puffy, Yumi. Puffy, Puffy Yami Yumi. Anyways, why do in Japan, Japanese culture, that they, instead of like, when it comes to big music groups, they sometimes be like, hey, we, we want to, these guys are popular. We want to bring them to the states or make an anime about these characters let's make an anime about these guys let's do something to to spark the interest and see not only do they make music that is popular but they can also do funny goofy animes and this is another one thing like these and i maybe think about how america did the same thing with spice girls and other group movies well aside from spice girls what's another one another group yeah you want to catch out garlic? Okay. Oh, of course. I mean, again, uh, if we're going to say... Tenacious stay... D. What about group? They did a movie, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Music and movie just coming together. <laughs> or from Justin to Kelly, American Idol singers doing a movie together. Why? That it, That's actually a real movie. That, that, okay. That's, <laughs> I don't know about that. But. <laughs> they did this like, hey... These guys did American Idol first season. Oh, it's great. Let's do a summer movie about these characters. Hmm. That de- they know how to sing, but can they act? And then you realize 
Most of the time, no. 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 They can act. I think. I know Justin, he's actually a Broadway actor now. He's actually in musicals. But at that point, it was horrible. Mm. But what's funny to look at, or some of these guys were like, NSYNC had done one off movies with just like individuals of man. The band, one guy did a movie about him looking for a girl. And I was about to make a joke about him, but it would be inappropriate and highly problematic. So I'm not. <laughs> You're gonna tell me that joke off air. I want to hear that joke later. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't gonna be a joke. I was just gonna say a fact about him, but it's insensitive and doesn't make sense. Cool. I should just stop talking. But anyways, so. uh, <laughs> uh, I watched like two episodes of this. Um, I chuckled about five minute episodes. Five minute episodes. It all aired um, according to my anime list. Uh, according to six eight hundred and twenty nine users who actually watched it, um, they gave it uh, five point eight three out of ten. So yeah. leave it at that. Uh, I think medium is it's good. It's either you you gonna enjoy it or not. I mean, it's, it's five, five five minute minutes, episodes. Yeah. It's, it's like, not like you can make a big judgment. How much yeah. plot can they tell in that? So yeah, it'll be cute. All. You'll be able to enjoy it, yeah. and then it'll end just like that. Simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So on to kind of the next one. Now, the next one for me that really stood out that came out in fall, which was something where if I looked at the picture of it, I would probably judge it a little bit more harshly just because it looks a little cute, little definitely cartoony in terms of I, it, there's almost absolutely no dark overtones or undertones in terms of the art. Oh. And so, like, again, I judged it, and it kind of blew me a little bit more out the water. And across the board, a lot of people really like it. This one is called uh, Welcome to Demon School. And it comes out on Saturdays. uh, This one will be continuing. So I'm pretty sure it will be a 24 episode. But uh, it started in fall, which is why it will make the list this time. It's pretty much uh, Iruma, the main character, gets sold uh, by his parents to uh, demons. And pretty much he has to grow up now living in this demon world, going to this high school where if they find out he's a human, they'll kill him and eat him. <laughs> and so yeah. pretty much he's trying to figure out why did his parents sell him? What the heck's going on? But it's not like a mystery or anything serious. It's yeah. more, I mean, his parents were terrible. This is actually better for him. Yes. And it shows him kind of growing from the first episode to at least the 13th so far. They do a really good job at just adding a lot of different humor for it because it's a kid who's not good at anything but just dodging a bunch of crap. And dodging? Dodging. Like no. his parents put him through quite a lot of hell before oh, they okay. sold his soul to a demon. So pretty much I mean his life obviously gets <laughs> in a weird way gets dramatically better the moment he leaves his parents. But he meets a really good kind of cast. They all are standout characters. Each episode cracked me up, and it's something that I do look forward to. Every Saturday, I I ended up checking it out probably, I would say, half an hour to an hour after I woke up. Does it have a plot like you, uh, if you graduate something, you become like the king of the demon lord world or anything like that? Um, more about eventually they want to crown a demon lord, how a demon lord's supposed to heal the demons. Okay. And so there might be like an overreaching plot with that Later so far. Right. I mean, so far it's just a main character trying to uh, upgrade his rank from the first level demon to the second to the third and okay. stuff like that. But again, it caught me off guard. I really, really liked it. And the five star right now on Crunchyroll. Oh, wow. It comes out on yeah. It's an overwhelming like five star. I mean, out of a hundred people, not one person gave it a one star <laughs> review. 
And there's always that one hater out there. So oh, I mean, to me, that shows quite a lot. Someone, someone had the ball, had the cojones to give it a two star. I know. He's like, stand alone. Very rebellious, right <laughs> yeah. there. You can tell they can't give it a one, but Oregon or Seattle. <laughs> but uh, this right here, again, it's called Welcome to Demon High. I'm a f- big fan of it. I highly recommend it. I'm fully caught up, and I'll keep watching it every Saturday. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So that right there, and technically that is an Iskai as well, because the main guy got sold from his parents in the human world and ends up going over to a demon world in a different world. Oh. Isn't that the definition of an Iskai? You leave your world and it's like a journey in a different world? Like, what's the difference between, say, in terms of Iskai, what's the difference between Tanya, Saga of the Evil, and Shield Hero? Uh... Tanya died before and Tanya was a man and died and then reborn in the world and Shield Hero he was just taken and he believes he can get back to his world at the end. True, but also the other cast in the heroes of Shield Hero all died. So now Fumi didn't die, yeah. but the bow hero died. What if he did die? What if he had a brain aneurysm? I was reading that. At least if you read the know. source material, that's not how it happened. <laughs> Don't you dare say that about Al like, Oh, shit. No. He, he gets too good at that book. point. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right on that. I just think in this premise, it sounds like the demon world already exists in his world. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of like and a it sounds fantasy like it's world not... already exists. Yeah. I mean, so it exists, but they it's can not sell, directly well. connected. Like okay. Demons aren't allowed to go over to the human, human world. world. But it's, they a, can, it's illegal. They can make... Okay, okay, then, that works. Like, normally, they're not supposed to interact. Like yeah. Most demons have never even seen a human okay. in terms of it. So it's like because they can't go back and forth, but, it seems yeah. more like an uh, So humans can guy. like can communicate and like summon demons, but they can't. Because the parents had, had made the deal to have the kids sold. Uh, yeah, but it was the, gr- the grandfather that kind of initiated the deal and gave him that chance in the first place. Oh, okay. And he only did it just because he's high up in the demon world. The average demon couldn't do that. Oh, okay. So, again, I feel like Comforting. it barely slips by the East Guy uh, category, yeah. but I, it's hard for me to sit there and say, okay, what's the difference between Sword Art Online? Is that an East Guy? I mean... He's kind of trapped in a different world for a long time, wants to go home. It's it's a different reality. It's not part of the human no world. So, I mean. You can die in that said world and die in real life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, it's barely part of the East Sky genre. True mm-hmm. to me. Uh, for my next one, this was one I actually I caught early on for the fall season when I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch all these ones big. Uh, you can watch this one on Hulu, actually. And it's called uh, Special Crime Investigation Unit Special 7. Um, you or, know a title's crazy when they use the word special twice in the same Or just Special like, 7. You can just yeah. call it that. I mean, Usually sure that's what special. pops up on Hulu. Um, but basically the plot is in Tokyo there exists a peaceful cohabitation between supernatural creatures, elves, dwarves, vampires, and more, and humans... However, uh, contrary to history, powerful uh, dragons once ruled over the world of creatures and humans, but have since disappeared. So, consequently, a diabolical group under the the alias Nine, who seek the miracles of of the once godlike dragon, stirs up trouble in the, uh, the streets of Tokyo, committing mass murder and causing destruction. To combat the dangers, group 
group of nine, the police organized the Special Seven, a group of highly skilled professionals whose abilities exceed those of ordinary humans. Caught up in the bank robbery turned hostage crisis, Seiji Nanatsuki, having recently become a detective, has a chance to encounter with Shori Inoch's Ichinois, a member of Special Seven, assisting with the resolution of the robbery. Seiji is right. Re- I'm just gonna do it quick. Basically, he joins their special unit in the first episode. That's all I watched. Um, uh, it starts off weird because the first thing, as the story shows, is like there's a terrorist attack at an airport, and this kid is saved by a cop. He's like, "You're okay. They'd be help for you." And the and the guy runs off to go handle the terrorist, and the kid's like, "I'm I want to become a cop now." And become a detective, and, and he's motivated to meet that cop and that, think that meet that detective who saved his life, and uh, to like give him honor. Said thank you, you gave me my life a purpose, and for saving me that day. And then he winds up, and then uh, the transition to him being a detective, and then a bank robbery happens, and him jumping into action, he meeting Special Seven. It's kind of it's one of those animes like if you like uh, a mystery or like a group dynamic show, you might want to check it out. Um, I think there's other things that probably are better to check out that like uh you might want to watch like uh was it uh, the dogs one what's it called dog about it all named after all poetic writers and stuff one guy turns into I look it up I don't know I went to something and don't even know the name of it that's embarrassing that is embarrassing oh darn it's like dog something anyways uh it was all right it was a decent first episode. Um, but I think it's been done before. Uh, so I, I haven't like went back to it immediately cause the first episode didn't really like grab me immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I may check out the the last two just so to say I did three at least before I gave my final verdict. But if you do like, uh, shows with like a diverse cast of characters who have all unique skills through the eyes of like one protagonist who probably will become special at some point or be just the normal guy. I'd say check it out. It's on Hulu. It was twelve episodes. It finished airing, and yeah, it was just—it's not that long of a commitment if you want to do it. Um, but yeah, that was mine. My one, my last one that I actually didn't flick into. The rest will be ones that I actually liked a lot and got my attention because that anime didn't sound too interesting to no. me either. Like I sat back and was just like, <laughs> yeah. mm, mm, "Would I watch that?" Would I? The rest are, I don't know. One you will know exactly what I'm about to talk about. Well, no, I said, well I'm about to go into my favorite, my dark horse. The one that, for me, has kind of threw me for a loop. Especially because mm. I despise a form of art style that this actually excels in. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't even... So, <sighs> the anime that I... To me, um, this is going to be my dark horse anime of the year. One that popped up out of nowhere kind of just like shield hero okay popped up out of nowhere for me and when i watched the first episode it immediately hit me in so many different ways with so many complex feelings i immediately knew that this is going to be one of my favorites person so this possibly could be a big number one big number in your final r it's our personal a, list of animes of the year. See, and that's what's going to make it tough because there's so many that came anime. out. I mean, there's so many that made a personal impact on us, mm. like Shield Hero. I mean, that's what yeah. got us into light novels hardcore. Or, for instance, um, Violent Vinland Saga. Yes. It don't even get me on uh, Demon Slayer. Mm. So, I mean, there's so many different ones that came out. Dr. Stone and Fire Force. Damn. I mean, that's just a top 
heavy, really good top five without even adding additional uh, ongoing series on there. So, I mean, it would be hard for me to sit there and say, okay, guaranteed this is going to make my top five. It's very difficult for me to say yeah, that. Until you sit down, actually. Until I watch it. it. And also, not just watch it all, but I have to read it all. I mean, oh, I'm wow. so fascinated with the characters and with this world. This is And this one is all anime, right? It's all manga? Manga? Yeah, this one's more uh, specifically a manga okay. that I know of. So what this one's... Excuse me. What this one's called is uh, Beastars. B stars or B stars. B. I think it's B stars because beast they're all beasts. Stars. So why I why B stars sticks out for me is first things first is they took out the normal dynamic between humans and kind of threw that in the drain. Yeah. They said, okay, we're gonna make it an animalistic world. Anamorphic. So anamorphic. Anthro. Anthropomorphic. Anthro anthropomorphic yeah. animals. So, but so this, it's pretty much an animal that yeah. looks at like, well, that has human tendencies yeah. or human features. Human oh, features. Yeah. So two legs. You two have, <laughs> and they act and interact with each other just like standard humans would do. So what brings this anime to life is they still have the same tension dynamic that exists. That's between carnivores and herbivores. So you have a society where everyone's supposed to interact with each other, but when you have, for instance, say a bunny or a gazelle a deer meet up with say a lion a tiger a wolf they are constantly battling their subconscious uh beast inside where they want to feed they want to feast they want to rip this person murder and kind of dive into their animalistic instincts and so they're constant some of them are constantly battling themselves because it's illegal for carnivores to hunt obviously herbivores that's murder in the society so it starts with the Pretty much this alpaca, uh, alpaca that just kind of dies. Uh, his name's Tim, and it, that's what starts everything. It kind of creates a little uh, bit dies of Dies is a kind word. Brutally murdered. <laughs> gets brutally murdered. Yes. And, <laughs> or like which creates a lot of tension across the, the school because at this point, you know, herbivores and carnivores are too. They're living within the same proximity as each other. Mm. So uh, Tim's friend, the main character, Lagoshi, he's a wolf. And he's constantly battling pretty much the fact that he is a carnivore. He knows he has these impulses, but he's so embarrassed by these impulses of eating meat or eating like what his family grew up on for years, you know, in the past rabbits and stuff like that. So he has this very complex uh, relationship with himself where he hates himself. He, but it's like, he doesn't accept who he is. He has a lot of past trauma that kind of sticks with him. And he is uh, more often than not in the shadows. Yeah. So the main character, Lagoshi, is trying to figure out who ended up killing his friend. And they're all part of the same stage crew in this uh, the drama club. And so while he's trying to do uh, figure out this killer, he ends up meeting this rabbit. And this rabbit's named is uh, Haru. It's this white uh, dwarf rabbit. Now she gets, I mean, she's bully constantly hates. I mean, gets hated on by all the females yeah. because uh, she's. Um, she's a prey animal. Using... She's a prey animal. So she yeah. is battling her own stuff with being a small rabbit. So yeah. think about this. You're a small female rabbit. And you're surrounded by carnivores. You're surrounded by herbivores. And the herbivores are deers, you know, elephants. Everything's bigger than you. 
everything. So you feel like you have no power and no control. So the one thing she tries to rely on is pretty much her sexual nature. Yeah. And so she ends up pretty much, I don't want to say she's a prostitute because that's not the case, but she ends up having sex with as, as many as what she can at this point. She's trying to for like, and what I like it, what's complicated about this is if I immediately, my instinct is, Oh, this person's sleeping around immediate hoe. Like, yeah, that's I mean, my call that out quick. Yeah. I, read, I watched it. I was like, oh, I don't know if I agree with that. But again, yeah. the just like Lagoshi, he does. Yeah. He doesn't view it as that. He just yeah. like the first thing when he gets told that is she must have gone through some tough things, yeah. which made me then rethink my own philosophy, my own mentality when it comes to this, because it's like, yo, there's so much more to it. I mean, and it, to me, that's why uh, it's like. It, I I felt like there was a lot of depth because it wasn't just as complicated. Oh, it was just this. It's like, well, what made this? Why do they do this? Even though it doesn't go against your own personal, uh, it doesn't go with your own personal beliefs. There's something that's making me kind of feel this way. And he, the main character, Lagoshi, he ends up starting to develop these feelings for Haru. So it kind of turns into like a mystery slash love story. Yeah. But the thing is, is as Haru is sleeping with other people, Lagoshi is trying to figure out himself. Does he love her or is it his wolf instinct that wants to kill her? Yeah. So does he get excited because it sounds of like love, rabbit meat or... is like very particular. And well, like especially for wolves, because yeah. that's what their family yeah. used to hunt. So it's a huge thing. So it's like he's trying to figure out the death of his friend figure out himself and then also figure out, okay, does he love this girl? Can his love between a, a carnivore and a herbivore actually work? I mean, there's so much to it. And again, it's all CGI. Yeah. There's certain, like in episode eight, there was at the very end of it. Um, he ends up pretty much exploding paint in his hands. And it's, if you look at the way the color scheme is, it is absolutely beautiful in certain moments where I would just like, this is the best CGI I've ever seen. I mean, normally CGI annoys the crap out of me and certain animes do it. Okay. Better than others. And certain animes where I'm just like, I mean, I see why you did it, but it, it almost takes away. Like overlord has some moments where CGI looks terrible to me where I don't like what they did compared to how the rest is drawn and looked Um, in terms of this in particular. It was if you can get past the first five minutes of how it looks, you'll love everything else about it. Like in terms of visually the aesthetic, because they use a lot of different camera angles that you don't see in a standard anime. Yeah, they use uh, CGI, especially with them being animals. It's harder to convey emotion on their facial expressions. So they do a very good job at making this wolf, this this deer, this bunny, this panda all express a wide range, uh, a range of emotions while kind of dealing with their own insecurities, their own personal beast, all of it. Cause each one has their own kind of story to tell. And so it's a very noir kind of feeling in terms of there's dark, it's gritty. Uh, they talk about a lot of intense themes in terms of drugs, sexual themes. And if you keep your opinions kind of on the back burner and you're genuinely open Again, when I looked at this, 
I, was, I never thought I'd be interested in Beastars when I looked at the mm. title. I had to look up a trailer online, and then I was like, hey, this looks a little bit better than I thought. And then it piqued my curiosity enough to where I watched the first episode, and then I was immediately hooked. I watched five episodes in a row that day. I, I couldn't stop. Actually, you end up doing the same thing for me when you told me about it. And I was like, let me, I sat down, watch it, and boom, I was like, Wow, there was so much to it. So this anime right here is one that I thoroughly liked because there's good ways of doing CG and there's bad ways. One that sticks out is Berserk. 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 Fists of the Blue Sky. That one, I wanted to like that one. I really did, but it it was just so bad. Both of them could be potentially great anime on themselves without the CGI. CGI, I think, lower that quality. With the way this is done, uh, Beastars, I genuinely think I couldn't see it in any other way now. I really love everything about it. The story, the music, how complex each character is. You can't predict what's going to happen. And when you're like, do I love this person? Or is it the fact that my animalistic nature is used to hunting this type of people? Do I want to kill them? Do I want to hurt them? I mean, that's such a complex thing. Love alone is complex. But when you add that potential of, wait, this was my prey at one point, you know, maybe thousands of years ago. Mm. Uh, that's interesting. Because, again, the main character has never had wolf, uh, never had rabbit meat, never had blood, never had any of that. Oh. I mean, the main character has grown up as society would. You grow up, you can have this, but you cannot. There's a black market for meat. But you, in terms of standard so, stuff, you eat eggs, you eat dairy. Yeah, they're protein. they're all on kind of vegan diets. Now. Yeah. I mean, so when you watched a little Beast Stars, what did you think of that? I'll say first off, because you you, you you talked about it a lot. I did not notice the CGI. Like as I watched it, like these other ones, like uh, like uh, Berserk and Fist of the Blue Sky, you can seriously notice the CGI and how like the animation seemed clunky and like not all the way there. It seems like very like uh, computer generated, but in B stars, I, I didn't think about the CGI until you said you talked about it again. It, it, it flow. It works so well that I'm interested. It just, it just feels like very good. And the details, the art, the color scheme, it just, it just works perfectly in a way that I, 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 I just loving how the the story is told and how this character is battling between does he is he in love with this rabbit girl or is it his animal instincts and then like his own his own understanding because he it felt like a lot of his story in the beginning is like he would hide himself and be in the background and kind of be timid and like I he doesn't want to be his true self his own identity like he does if he said if he gives into himself he feels like he will be that monster that beast. Instead of being able to balance being a carnivore and actually still being a good person. Mm-hmm. I don't think he feels like he can actually do that and do both. He has to either be one way or the other and not be confident and brave. And the it's interesting to seeing this character go. And one another character that I, I didn't think that much of till later on was like uh the deer. Who, oh, who man. become who's called like who becomes the beast star that the beast star is like a, a very like honorable thing for the school that they go to that basically this is a uh, an animal that exemplifies what we want in society an animal that can balance between being either herbivore carnivore whatever but be able to have that peace and this deer is able to it makes me think about how a deer is like it knows it's a prey animal but it doesn't want to be seen as a prey animal it's like i am stronger my my instinct my instincts will tell me to run but i don't want to run I want to be able to stand up and and be exemplify that 
I am not what my DNA or genetics tells me. And I think that's a big metaphor. Like, if you're... Uh, this is what I love about animals because it made me think of uh, another great one called uh, a book called... Um, it's like a farm or something. Animal farm? Animal farm. And it's tar- it's real people being represented as animals, but basically like how that meaningful uh, using animals to convey real real discussions about your inner personality and how people view you and see you and how much some people want to go against that and mm-hmm. about their what society has deemed them as. Now, mm-hmm. I liked how you brought up the deer cuz honestly, personally, I hate that character. You hate him? Okay. Just because my boy Lagoshi and Haru, I, that deer is just, ah, he makes me mad. But what I do like about that deer is how complex his character is because he has to come across as this perfect individual. And he has his own insecurities, just like what you said. He doesn't want to feel like a prey animal. He yeah. doesn't want this. He envies Lagoshi as yeah. much as Lagoshi envies him. Yeah. And it's so weird because it's like, again, you have Lagoshi who just he's embarrassed he's a wolf. He's embarrassed he's a carnivore. He's used to being an outcast. And then you have the other guy where he's forced to be perfect. He's forced to have like an arranged marriage. He's forced to almost live this life that he doesn't want to have. And both people feel this out of control powerlessness at different points. And both people think that the other person has it easier and better. And so, I mean, it's a complex thing, emotion that we all experience as humans is the grass is always greener on the other side or, uh, compare another one is like comparison is the thief of joy where both people should be happy in their own lives, but because they kind of envy and idolize the other person, it makes them the complete opposite where mm. they don't. And again, both of them should be happy, but because they're comparing themselves of, Oh, I'm comparing my carnivore instincts to this herbivore. Oh, I'm not meant for society. I'm not as good as him. I'm not as proper as him. I don't have the posture he has. Now all of a sudden he's, breaking himself down and that's something that humans do today yeah, we do a lot, huh? and that's what makes this anime to me so amazing and so appealing is there's so many humanistic themes across so many different characters it's so complex again i mean how i view love attention and sex is dramatically different than these animals yeah. but because of how humanistic they come across it opens me up into different ways of how i should view it Mm-hmm. And it makes, again, this is an anime that made me learn mm-hmm. where I feel like, hey, socially, I mean, again, it doesn't make me learn of how I can create this or this mathematical equation. Yeah. It makes me learn in terms of, okay, a human dynamic. People are not exactly what you expect. They can come across as perfect person. If you have someone that posts a picture on Facebook, you don't know if they were fighting right before that picture was taken. You don't mm-hmm. know the drama that happened before. Then all we see is a perfect picture. That frozen moment. And yeah. just like what we see in terms of this anime and those characters, there's certain people that can come across a specific way that is opposite of what you expect. And it's very, it just, again, makes me realize that people are a lot different than what they project to you. Yeah, the emo that they're dealing with, the emotions that they have to battle, their own insecurities, their own flaws that they have to sit there and embrace every single day. That's a hard battle for anybody. And this anime just for me personally makes me shed some light because obviously we don't battle in terms of killing and fighting our carnivoristic instinct. But we do have battle in terms of taking what's not ours or uh, battling in terms of 
how am I not in the same place that person yeah, is? Why do what do they have that I don't? And that weird mental block that we give ourselves—it's fascinating to me. Yeah. And some people who have it all still don't feel they have enough. Like that and that and that thing about American society and that. And I like that we had those two characters who battle like they battle like I wish I was more like this, or I'm either battle against myself or the deer who wants to be like if only I was born a wolf or I was born something that had power and I could use. My strength and also Zima and not be a prey animal. And then we had the tiger character who was like, he was like, I'm, I, I'm glad I was born a tiger. Yeah. Some of that power and those meanings is like that privilege of recognizing like, Hey, I'm glad I was born this way. I love the power I have. And it's, it's just big. It's something that I think uh, event, once the series is done, I, I would love to just do one to we just focus all on B star and talk about the hidden messages. That I think, we see and talk about and compare it to I do like society. what you said right there in terms of a privilege because yeah. power is a privilege and again a lot some people like Haru their white rabbit doesn't have that her yeah. power is sex that's the only thing she has she is a white rabbit she can't boss around a deer yeah. she can't boss around a panda or a dog you're a tiny rabbit like and it's obvious yeah. when it comes to that so that privilege uh, word that you kind of put in there I mean I think it makes it flow because yeah. that's exactly what it is it's just understanding that now, what another thing that pumped me up about Beastars is the fact that it actually won a CGI award. Mm. So it it uh, it won uh, Beastars manga took the top prize in the animation category, and to me that is a huge thing in terms of just what CGI is coming to nowadays. Uh, also, the intro amazing oh that intro that intro yeah. is really good i might actually end up playing that intro for my song at the end yeah. of today because they it and, just it's so weird it's and, so and this nice. one i will say like even if you hear it do yourself a favor and actually go on youtube and watch the intro to it because it's it's beautiful it's, it's something that it's like you feel like it starts weird i was like what this is a weird song how it starts and then there's this perfect, beautiful part that I thought it was when John showed me an image of it. I thought, oh, this must be like a thing in the anime of him just like seeing this rabbit. Because John told me about him being in love with this white dwarf rabbit. And then I saw it was in, actually in the intro and part and how that that flow well together of that. Of Honestly, it's almost a, it makes me think about attraction too. like how much you when you are attracted to someone. Are you attracted to them because you have feelings of love and feelings or is it? lust or is it something that you want to devour them in a sense like you just want to get something from them and then be done and then once that's over you're like well maybe it wasn't what i thought it was and that's the and thing then, love yeah. infatuation yeah. lust it's hard to tell that's yeah. why again a lot of people after sex realize hey i'm not i don't feel this way yeah. with, with this person and they're not using you they genuinely don't know yeah. and it's hard to sort these three things out so if you have three intense complicated emotions then you add violence in there yeah. now all of a sudden and or a history of violence not that the main character ever had that but in terms of maybe what's happened in this traumatic past yeah. there is a lot to it again i mean this anime kept me up where it's like after i, I thought about it and i was le almost late to work the next few days oh, wow. just because i thought about it so much to where now i had to know okay when is it coming out? When, like, because it's it's a hard one for me to find online right now. It's going to eventually be dropped to Netflix, uh, yeah. probably in 2020, within the first few months. Expect to see it on Netflix. It's but I had to dig around to some shady sites yeah. just for me to find this anime, and it's very frustrating. I, I I had a I also had to find a safe site. It's one of those sites where you see the anime on the screen, and in the left hand corner, it's porn, like hentai porn. Yeah, it's like. 
Well, you look around and like, you're like, please don't walk in anybody. <laughs> like, I promise, put, I'm just trying to watch a cute door. Uh, let me put it on full screen so you don't see the thing in the background. <laughs> um, so that right there was B Stars. That yeah. was again my absolute so far dark horse, the one that shocked me the most. I cannot wait for it. It premiered in fall. Uh, gets broadcasted on Thursdays. If you have uh, any form of television, it's on Fuji TV. You'll see. But in terms of actual, um, in terms of where you can really find it, you'll either need to wait till Netflix takes up their adaption yeah. of it, or you're going to have to end up Definitely. finding it on the interwebs. Right, that Google. So that right there was B stars. And just like Ernest said, eventually it's going to get to the point to where when they release a good a chunk, we'll want to dedicate a full episode to the complex relationships between the cast. Uh, for my next one, uh, I found this one uh, actually thanks to uh, Mother's Basement on YouTube. Uh, just a random like uh, anime review about it. And the anime is called Babylon. It's on Amazon. And at first I watched only a snippet of what he was talking about in the review before I was like, yeah, I want to check this out. But it's a weird premise. Basically, it's about a, a DA, a assistant DA, district attorney, who investigating cor- corporations, say like uh, a business that may be doing like uh, improper, improper like medical practices and stuff that are deeming things to in order to make their profits go up, and uh, for them to make as much money as possible to you know. Like any corporation do, like, you know, sweep on things under the rug in order to advance their sales, in order to make a bigger picture. And how this, and how at first they are only investigating a uh, pharmaceutical company that may had uh, paid favors in order to make, uh, and make sure like their medical practices were able to advance quicker. Uh, but they end up finding this note, him and his assistant, his friend, end up finding a note that links almost like to this bizarre murder like this this doctor is killed who is linked to this big development city that's happening in tokyo and how there's someone killing off or making it look like people are committing suicide to the point where i won't say this is a spoiler because it happens in the very first episode and i I may have talked about it before but the the uh, one of the main characters who you think are the main characters gets killed immediately in that very first episode and it's made it look like a suicide and how this guy is battling between powers that are beyond him to a point. Mm-hmm. And how this man who wants to fight for justice and truth going against his high corporation. And I'm still very early into the show. Um, currently watching the third episode. But it makes me think about today's modern society. About how how much good can one person do in order to compact thing, people of power who are working in such a big organization that your life is not really a value on how they can kind of sweep you under the rug. Just like for instance, and in recent news, I think I just popped up my mind, the Saudi Arabian news reporter who was here in the States and went back to Saudi Arabia, who was murdered, brutally murdered in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It was cut up and everything and all that. And how our, not politics, but how things people try to like move off and like the news, the new news cycle comes over, and then eventually you hear like, "Oh, these people are being punished for it." But it's just this weird thing where it's like, "Can you, can, can there really be justice in a world, justice in a world that people of power and money are in control of? People who have these powers that can make things seem like whatever you're doing, if they don't deem it worthy enough, they can kind of push you off." And I don't know. 
I think it's a really, really good anime. It makes me think just like how uh, Beastars did. Um, and it is still currently airing. It's on Amazon Prime if you have it. Um, that's one thing I would say about Amazon Prime that's better than Netflix. They release their shows immediately. They don't be like, I think Netflix has this bad thing of like, all oh, our guys will need to have it in dub or we want it all completely and don't do that semi-cast. But I can semi-cast some anime. It's just put it on. Oh. Just but, a different yeah. model. And again, Netflix will probably ex- expect Netflix to change, man, because the yeah. thing is, is they're losing a lot of shows with Disney Plus yeah, coming out with Hulu. So, I mean, Netflix is dumping a lot of stuff into original content. That's why you have like uh, their CGI fighting one, Kagan, Ashura, or you have like Baki at this point, which is pretty CGI as well. Oh, yeah. And again, they're trying to go more into a different direction. And both of them, I don't think, even have American dubs. I thought they were just standard yeah. subs when it comes to that. But I feel like they wait until they all all the aired episodes are out because of the whole binge-watching episode. But, but yeah, Babylon, uh, it's one of those things I highly recommend. Where even though I'm in the third episode, I'm liking it because I love mystery ones. It makes me think of uh, Erased or the ones that really get – or, like, Case Closed ones that I'm like, I want to know. Pop. Boogie Pop, like ones I were like, I want to think about what is going on and, and see it. And either I'm going to be satisfied at the end or I might not be, but I am vested in these characters and emotions and this, this mental game where it's dialogue. Heavy. It's not dialogue heavy, but it's like this guy, there's one scene where he's interrogating this person and how she is, he's trying to get information from her, but she's also getting information from him yeah. and how that works and how he thinks as long as he's do the right thing, it's fine. And little things are just, it, it's really good. I, I highly recommend it if you want to watch something that isn't just a, a Senin Shonen kind of anime where it's just like, hey, this is set in the real world where this uh, premise is at and how politics and overarching things can kind of, will just prevail when powers be, that may be, may try to stop that from happening. Mm. And what are you willing to do as a man who, has a fa- who has a family, how far are you willing to go in order to see justice? That Would you go as far as putting your family in danger in order to make sure justice happens? Or are you willing to compromise your own beliefs in order to say, there's some things I can't do? And even if that means dishonoring a friend's memory. Ah, it's tough. No. But these, uh, I mean, these are the storylines <laughs> that keep us coming back to anime every yes. year. It's these forms of complex storytelling where we're like we can't really predict what's going to happen there's so many different themes there's really not like a good or there's a good or evil but there's really not because depending on your perspective they're both kind of slightly relatable Mm. i mean that to me is the best style of not just anime of entertainment now that one was called uh one more time that was called uh babylon babylon and you can find that where amazon prime amazon prime boom so now we're going to go into another Isekai. You can tell what I focus on, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, this one we've already mentioned before. It's called Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered, but overly cautious. Yes, yes. Um, pretty much uh, Such main a goofy name. Char- character, Seiya, ends up, he is the overcautious hero. He ends up uh, having to save this world by uh, teaming up with his goddess and trying to kind of go from there. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure that this series is made by the same people who did Konosuba. Oh, okay. Which means there is a lot of laughter in it. Okay. Quite a lot. Now, 
I'm going to go on a quick two-minute rant. Two-minute rant. Timer started. And so you will need to skip at least two minutes ahead if you don't want to check out any spoilers for this show. Okay. Because yes. this next minute and a half, I I have to go through the spoilers of this. I mean, because of just what it did. Yeah. All right. So I got a minute and now 40 seconds left. Okay. So... Go. This anime is great in terms of the first 10 episodes being what you expect it to be. Hilarious, funny, this is good, cautious hero. I mean, he's overly cautious. How cautious can he be? And they go through different steps and how ridiculously cautious this guy is. It's hilarious. It's a good concept right there. It was better than I thought. And and he's extremely powerful, too, as a character. Yeah, like he's episode really- 11. They're like, oh, now we're going to go into that character's backstory a little bit. Oh, he was actually a hero of a previous world. Oh, that goddess that summoned him was actually one of his original party members who was pregnant with his child. And he ended up getting to a demon, getting to the final demon lord. He wasn't overly cautious at that point. He was very upfront. He would always jump into danger. So he fought the demon when he shouldn't have fought the demon. Well, the demon killed his two friends, ate him right in front of him, and then the demon devoured his woman and her child, ripped the child out of the womb and devoured that in front of him and then killed him. And that is how that episode 11 just turns out. And then you're like, what the hell did I just see? And they see show right all there? this like berserk style. Like they don't show the it, but they definitely, they like, they'll show like the people getting eaten because there's yeah. not blood or anything like that. But they then cut it off. And that's exactly what they allude to. Okay. And then episode 12 happens where it's really not much of a difference in terms of the tone. And then he dies. And that is how that ends. What do you mean? So Who dies? This right here is my two-minute spoiler. We now have to end it. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. So I just went on a two-minute rant on the cautious heroes. I want Hero to talk is, offline. Is overpowered but overly <laughs> cautious. Got two things to talk offline. There's a couple different things you should check out. Again, it is funny. There's a lot of good moments. It's better than what I anticipated. You recommend you can, it? You can give it the the three episode rule when it comes okay. to that. It's hard for me to recommend it just because, again, it's a standard East Kai that doesn't really give you that same kind of. It doesn't give me the same feeling Shield Hero does. Okay. Or other good ones. But I did watch every episode. I did, and there was something that definitely came that kept me coming back. Maybe it was the fact that there wasn't anything that got dropped on that day, so I had to. Mm. Maybe it was, again, I don't know. But for some stupid reason, I did watch this and I did enjoy a good amount of it aside from what they did in terms of the final two episodes. Now, could they make a second season? I could see it. I don't know how, but I could definitely see it. I do know that the light novel is still currently going on, though. Mm. So that's the cautious hero is uh, overpowered but overly cautious. You can find that on Hulu. The 12 episodes have already been dropped as of now. And again, you'll see that there is some good things to it and some things that are interesting. So that deals with this East Kai. Can you please take it to what is the next anime on our list? Before I jump into the one I absolutely been loving from this fall season, um, I'm going to do one that we both enjoy that you actually got me into checking out. And that is Arisuki. Are you the only one who loves me? Ooh, what a good one. And Ooh. yes, it's I I saw it. I was like, I'm I saw like the, the, the cover on Crunchyroll and I was like, I'm good. And then John told me about it. And then I was like, what was I missing out? This show is hilarious. First off. 
and it's also just very like down to earth. Like there's real things and real messages behind some of the 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 story that I don't know. I I just liked it a lot. What about yeah. this that kind of really stood out? Because, again, we've seen typical harems, or yeah. we've seen typical animes about kids in high school because Japan's so obsessed with high school. Yeah. <laughs> what is it that kind of made this one stand out where you looked at that title, you looked at the, the cover, and you're like, <laughs> no, to watching that first episode and being like, what about that second episode? Hmm. Uh, so, first off, it was one one thing that you recommended so i mean it's like let me just give it a chance you said it was good and one thing that i don't know why i want this in animes but i do is when if it's like a harem in any sort that it's not just about one guy that there is other male characters i hate when it's just one guy and just all these females it's like magically there's no other male friends from him all the other guys are don't exist this one i feel it's these there's other characters that exist. The main character he has a best friend who in the first episode you kind of like oh he thinks these girls are confessing their love to him but actually they're not and they actually like his friend and how that dynamic works of him trying to help these two girls but also help his friend and just how the main character is he's very like he's very honorable and real and no matter how like he sometimes there's this thing called like he's like a jackal and hide s character but he's actually a character that really like cares about the people and he's loyal to like certain people. Like he has like a tear tribe of loyalty, his biggest loyalty to his best friend and how that works out. And it's just, uh, it's almost a little bit just like, uh, uh, bunny senpai where it's like arcs, like three episode arcs or something like that. And, uh, new characters or stories. And there's this one girl who already knew no matter what, she's going to be a looker, but, she she looks like a dork character and he's like uh but she's actually very cool and she sees him for who he is and she kind of calls him out and makes him grow as a person not be this this kind of like niche protagonist or like man i'm uh i am either a side character or I'm, I'm a main character but i want to be like this dude who gets the girls and i'm playing this role in order to be cool but I'm not being myself and how she's calls him out on that. And like, Hey, be yourself. And these people will see you for who you are and like you naturally, if you just be yourself and oh no, it's, it, it aired all 12 episodes. It finished airing. Uh, John will have more to say, but I, I, it's one of the things I highly recommend just watching at least three episodes and see it. But I think if you watch three, you're already pretty much hooked that you're going to keep watching. I'm just looking at the reviews and yeah. I see two people gave it a one star view. And for both those two people, your mom's a hoe. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is ridiculous. I don't. Uh, Again, that's why so, sometimes Crunchyroll, I'm like, hey, how, hopefully those guys wrote something, not something. Good. You know what? I'll well, let you talk. The reason why I kind of attack those two people is because this is not the standard harem that anyone would ever expect. One, it's funny in almost every episode. They break the fourth wall multiple different occasions. Yes. They reference earlier episodes being like, wait, wasn't that in episode two? That type of stuff cracks me up hardcore because it makes the audience almost feel like a little bit a part of it. When you look at the the camera and start talking, and it's almost like you're making eye contact with me, even though you're obviously not. And that's the type of stuff <laughs> I really like when you have a central plot. That's so ridiculous when you say it out loud, but works and it cracks you up because everyone's perspective, everyone pretty much happens to 
almost get bound based off one baseball game. You see one baseball yeah, game that and that affects eight different people's perspectives at this point and changes your world. I mean, completely changes it. And it, you never really know. And this brought up one of the best antagonists I've ever seen in any form of anime. You have some of the best villains of all time, like uh, Griffith or Dio, or you have other ones that kind of stand out in terms of, you know, they're villains, but they're, you kind of root for them like a uh, light or, oh, okay, uh, yeah. or for instance, uh, the main guy from over Eisen from, uh, not Eisen, uh, Eisen's owl gown from overlord. But then you have, random villains that pump you up which is the bench the bench and you'll notice and i hope this piques your curiosity enough to watch this bench is probably the best and i mean yes it's a bench not a person called bench a bench that you sit on is the best villain i've ever seen in any anime when you see the return of that bench in multiple different episodes, I've always cracked up multiple times from it. And it just, <laughs> it, it's good. Epi- one of the things that always irritates me about an anime is when they do a recap episode, especially if there's only 12 episodes. If there's 12 episodes, I don't need you to remind me about an episode that I've seen within a month. I, I, why would you do that? Doesn't make any sense. Their recap episode, not at, uh, that's uh, 9.5 mm. in between 9 and 10, was actually really well done through the whole episode they did a great job again i watched it and normally i get bitter on recap episodes i'm like why very very good job i i mean i honestly want the main character to end up with the main girl usually i hate i don't like that as much but i think their dynamic back and forth they better each other they help each other out then they're very it gives me uh, Monogatari vibes in terms of uh, the dialogue back and forth is pretty interesting. And uh, that's kind of the stuff that I really look for. So unfortunately it did end on episode 12. There is going to be a standalone, uh, an OVA that's going to wrap up the season. That's going to get dropped in 2020 the season or the series, the season, the season? for okay. sure. Uh-huh. I do know the light novel still going on. So there uh-huh. is a chance I did see online that they will make a season two. So I don't know if that was they're going to make an OVA that's okay. wrapping it up or if it's a season two because I've I, I seen it from a couple different sources. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But this one, again, very shocking. I loved it. And I really hope to see not just the OVA, a good wrap up, but I hope to see an actual real couple. They can span this out three or four seasons and I wouldn't be too mad. Yeah. And honestly... I looked at that one of the one star reviews and it makes me think of this. This is one thing because my wife does book reviews and she, she writes book reviews sometimes and some she's big on like, she doesn't want to be that credit just one star something without fully congesting it and making sure that it's known that it's in her opinion. Mm-hmm. And sometimes reviews seem like, Hey, this is terrible and like doesn't hit. But this one, one star review that I'm big on reviews where you don't finish the whole work. And this person, I'm not going to call it out or read the review because they had the right to opinion. But it's one where a person watched the first two episodes, maybe three. And this, this is my one star review. Forget this show. None of it, all the stuff it says in the comments about like this character is being manipulated. Uh, Pansy is selfish and cowardly. Joro, uh, he is uh, spineless and letting girls manipulate him and not control. It's like a person who watched the first episode and was done. 
and but, don't talk about other things. Like watch all twelve episodes and got out of it. But wow. that's the thing, man. With the yeah. way the title is, with the way I mean, yeah. If you went in there and you were already in terms of yeah. uh, you weren't open to kind of new things, or you kind of you didn't expect it to work out, or you almost wanted it to fail, you expected it to fail. So yeah. of course it's good. You're gonna look for different things you don't like about it. Sometimes the three episode rule doesn't work for all anime. I mean, you can give it three episodes, and it's like sometimes it's that fourth one that really cracks it open, yeah. or the fifth. Sometimes it takes an anime a full season like Hitman Reborn where it's like, okay, after you watch the first full season, now it starts Picks to get up. good. So, I mean, we you can't say that, hey, there's some, nothing's a constant because it's all opinionated. Yeah. So we can't say, hey, three episode rule is going to work for everything. But for me personally... I knew by my first episode that was good that I was gonna like it. I knew by the second episode that I was gonna absolutely love it, and by the third episode, I almost impulse bought the light novel just because I wanted so much more. Oh, I thoroughly enjoy everything. Is the main character spineless sometimes, and also he beats him. He's brave on sometimes. Mm. He has to deal with so much complex things, and I can really appreciate that. And that right there was Orisuki, right? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Definitely watch it. Um, Orisuki's great. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. I think it's funny. It's like ever since My Hero Academia, I've been seeing all these like little animes I'm watching where they, they curse. They, I love when they say beach. <laughs> this Cracks beach. me up. I laugh hard <laughs> oh that's so it's funny because you feel like oh this guy this one one girl grow, childhood friend who slaps him in the back oh for like, oh, yeah. oh the bitch <laughs> oh the bitch <laughs> <laughs> when i seen uh, that oh like he cracked me up yeah. all the time when it comes to that so that right there was orisuki uh, a, another big standout um for us mm. personally for the fall season yeah um Kind of going into my last Isekai that I know in terms of that got dropped because obviously I watched all of them is <laughs> uh, Kimono Michi. And that's where this pro wrestler ends up getting sucked into another world in the middle of a wrestling match and ends up having to become a demon beast slayer. Well, the kick side is, is this wrestler wants to open up a pet shop. <laughs> He does not want to kill any demon beast. He only wants to be their friend. So he doesn't give a damn about being a demon beast slayer. He doesn't care about being a hero. Mm. He just wants to open up a pet shop. So what does he do? He suplexes the princess because he's like, I'm not going to fight an animal for you. So he suplexes her, bounces. And then you don't see of her. You don't even think of her for like eight episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So what she summoned him and he super. Yeah. So what's cool about this is it's (laughs) I mean, typical East guy, you get pulled into another world because you're supposed to fight a demon lord. Yeah. Or fight some form of end boss. He gets pulled into a demon lord or a demon or a different world. He wants to do the complete opposite. He doesn't want to fight nobody. He's strong. He can do it. But he just wants to open up a pet shop and just enjoy animals. There's, It's funny. It's cute. It's not exactly, again, it's not world class. It's not great. Yeah. You're not going to sit there and want to tell all your friends about it. But if you sit there and watch a couple episodes, you might be entertained. The first episode I myself didn't like. Yeah. I didn't think it really picked up till like the second or third one. Second, third? Oh. Mm-hmm. 
So it was good. Again, I finished it in terms of the season that got dropped out. You can find it on Hulu. And it's again, it's called Kimo- Kimono Michi or also Rise Up. And that right there is the last Isekai I plan on talking about today. Because I'm tired of talking about Isekai. <laughs> uh, for my last one, that was my absolute favorite. And honestly, the new year, there's going to be things coming up that I can't wait to do. Especially like one-offs. But this one I want to talk about because I love sports animes. I love them. I love them a lot. There's great messages. Run with the Wind? I know I did not finish Run with the Wind. Done goofed. But I did finish. I finished other ones. I like. I did free season one, but you probably don't want to watch free. I don't want to watch no guys swimming. I don't. I also, a damn tr- no, there's no there's there's good sports animes, and there's some ones where I'm like, oh, this is a sport. And then I realize it's the target audience is more for girls wanting to see athletic guys do things. Of like course, free or this one called Strider that wasn't really good. Well, well these guys are free runners. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Both of them are definitely meant for the female <laughs> yeah. audience or the audience that wants to see male yeah. abs. And please understand, there's a lot of different things like JoJo's where they can cater to either yeah. like a feminine side or hyper masculinity and like abs and stuff. And I, I like that. But there's also stuff that I'm not going to touch with the 10 foot pole. And <laughs> that the swimming one, it's yeah. just I don't want to see finished, a guy's eight pack yeah. for a whole season. I finished one season. I was like, well, that's good. That's all I needed. But anyways, the one I'm talking about is Ahiru no Sora. I talked about before when we talked about our what we're currently watching. But I love this basketball anime. What sets this apart from Slam Dunk? Slam Dunk and Kuroko no Basket. <sighs> What sets us apart is honestly, these guys are they're they're a trash school. They are like it's almost like the Bad News Bears or the or the Mighty Ducks, where it's like these delinquent school guys who this one kid shows up to play basketball at their school for some reason, and he wants to make them a big uh, make them a good basketball. And these all they all have un- unique individual skills they're good at. But they need to grow as a team and build and like go do some hardships. And this one just what I like the most about this is like it's not overly it's it's not the like Crokino basketball and like uh Slam Dunk because it's like a school that's already known. Slam Dunk has like all oh, these guys are good. They just this one character who's a delinquent who is learning how to play basketball and get interested in it. That becomes Slam Dunk. Crokino basketball prodigies going to different schools and how one guy wants to bring his friends back. This one is about these guys building a foundation, being seen as being lesser, almost like uh, my uh, my my volleyball one, haiku, uh, haiku, yeah. where it's haiku. like these guys are building a team, and it, it there's no like special abilities about them. Like there's no like a guy's not gonna be doing this crazy thing. It's all very realistic. Sometimes it, you know it does like this guy's so going so quick because it's animated showing that he can pass this person quick and how. You got to think a lot in basketball, but every character is great. They're funny. Uh, they're real beings, and they just feel like like characters that you feel like in real life and stuff. And like real discussions. Like the, one of the main characters, he's very short. And it's like, how are you going to be able to play basketball long run? Will be your skill because eventually height will matter. And how he is showing that height, he might be short, but he can play basketball. Like Alvin Iverson, he wasn't the tallest basketball player, but he's really good using the rock and shooting mm-hmm. and how he was able to do that and balance that. And this kid is doing the same thing. I just think, I just love 
I just like these simplistic animes about characters who have growth, who have dynamics that are seen as like less than how they grow. I love characters' growth throughout shows and how people learn and challenge. And I just love the feeling of success characters feel. I don't know. I just I love sports animes, and I gonna always watch this one. This got me back into really wanting to go back to some I I stopped watching and rewatch because this one is such a beautiful story and I just I, I I laugh I know I see the frustration some of these characters have and it's it's goofy fun but they're like real people <laughs> like almost like if I was part of this basketball team like I could see myself being the anime and being one of the characters trying to be trying to play and how that love and joy of just having a sport and community and uh creating a team of like hey we're all doing this to strive together because we want something better I don't know it's just good well that's why I mean, sports animes are good because you actually it. I mean, we've both both played team sports, yes. and when an anime can almost make you feel like you're on a team again, even though it's loosely, it's something that connects with us personally because again, it just it's like a nostalgic, like beautiful feeling. That's one thing I loved about Run with the Wind because one, I'm not a runner. I hate running myself. Yeah. A lot of them hate running. And a lot of them aren't. They don't enjoy it. Um, the demographic for Run with the Wind were kids in their college. You know, 22, 23 year olds, 25s trying to get careers, trying to do this. So for me, it was, it made it even hit me harder because one, the animation is beautiful. Mm. The dynamics between the characters are very humanistic, very nice. But to sit there, make me almost feel like, hey, I hate running. Oh, man, I'm kind of inspired to run now. And also to sit there and be like, hey, these people are around my age. It's, I mean, it's easy for us to kind of take out. We're so used to high schoolers, uh, high school anime now. It's easy for us to take out that high school and almost put like a an illusion lens on to be like, yeah. oh, you know, I can identify with this main character. Yeah. It's hard for us to identify with a, a 14-year-old. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> like, they don't know nothing. But. When you have a 24-year-old sitting there and being like, I don't know if I want a career. I don't know what this. Wait, you're telling me to do a hobby? I'm trying to get a job. And go from zero to catching their their teammates' enthusiasm to doing this to finally making something out of themselves when none of them have real talent. It, it hit me hard. And especially if you see certain different things in Run With The Wind that has like incredibly just beautiful just like the animation yeah i mean and not just that but like um uh, he uh hino maru sumo i ended up really liking like a lot myself just because of uh the way um it made me think of team sports again and, mm. and again i am not a the type of guy where it's i will i do sumo wrestling obviously yeah but when it comes to pretty much the very first, I mean, time you put on an anime and now you're more interested in that sport and you see kind of just like how it's drawn, how the people react to each other, some of the music that's in the back. Now, all of a sudden you're like, wow, like I feel like I've known these guys for a long time. Mm. And so, again, I, I'm a big fan of sports anime, but it, it takes something in particular for me to want to say, hey, why am I going to give this so much of my time? Because usually sports anime isn't like a season. A lot of them are like Hayaku or like yeah, Prince of Tennis. Long. They're five, six, seven, even more seasons. Or you want more seasons, more seasons like Hajime no Ippo. I was like, 
Come on, put it out. But when I think of running with the wind and I see a group of 10 people all running like in the sunset at different moments, at different points, you're just like, like oh, it's it's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I think for a personal, for me, I think what I love from sports animes, especially like ones that are sports I played, like this one specifically, the basketball one, there is a character who, who is very good at basketball, has a skill and knowledge, but he there's two characters one is like he's very good at basketball but because he saw that his teammates saw that they were losing at a devastating point he quit playing because he's like what's the point if we're if you're not good or can't be great then what's the whole point of playing basketball and one is a kid who loved who loved it but didn't have the talent and he's like and no matter what he got pushed off the line like a coach said hey man uh, i know you were a starter but you're not living to you're not playing at the at the level we want you to play so you're you're going to second string now he has to watch from the bench and that made Ooh. him go i'm done playing and it made me think of this moment in high in middle school when already being like a very introvert and shy kid who loved basketball but uh i was like you know i'm gonna take the chance i play the rack i'm gonna take the chance and try out for my middle school basketball team and how i took a message as from a coach saying like i, I didn't let to potential as being like i'm not good enough to play basketball and I made that message stop me from ever playing basketball. Mm. I tried to be, uh, I was a, a big kid and I wanted to be a power forward center. And I remember having to go against another kid to uh, do like a jump ball for it. And whoever jumped ball, because we both played at a certain level, whoever got the ball would be on the team. Another one would not be on the team. Mm. And I did not get the ball. And I, and I let, and he, he said, you know, you got some people got to go a little bit of the extra mile in order to be there. And I think this is a good message in life too, about hard work, but like I let that defy me and I stopped playing something I enjoyed. And I let it say, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant to play basketball. Maybe there's other things I got to be good. And I quit. And then it, I, I just stopped playing and I let my skill, I let that defy who I was. I didn't have that whole Michael Jordan moment where I just went home and start playing more. I didn't. I didn't make it big, and it, and it could be two things. It could be did I truly love the game, or did I let that define me? And that's something I battle with today. But I think the biggest thing I learned is that I, if I care about something and I have passion about it, that feeling a high. I saw this with uh, David Goggins. He was talking about it. That whole feeling. Some people feel like you're gonna wake up in the morning like, man, I'm ready. I'm feeling good. Let me go hit the gym. Let me go do it. That that's never gonna happen. I gotta accept that and say. I'm doing it because I want to do it and I need to do it because I know it will give me what I need that no one is going to, I'm never going to get that, that feeling of high at greatness. I got to be able to say I'm doing this for myself and I need to do it. That push. I mean, it just makes you think a lot because having the proper coach, the proper mentor can really do quite a lot. Yeah. But also, I mean, maybe just because the fact that I know you, you could have taken that and applied that same, oh, maybe I'm not good enough for this, or maybe I'm not good enough for this. But you ended up then picking up a tennis racket, joining a sport that we weren't exactly, I mean, we had no natural gift for it. And what did we do? We went out there every day for years and forced ourselves to get better. And it was like these same things that we learned. And that's why it's like the proper mentor, the proper coach is so important. But if you don't have that, which a lot of people don't, Like myself, I never, I can say this. I didn't get a mentor until my job right Mm. now, but before my current job, I felt like I didn't have a proper mentor. I didn't have a proper coach. I didn't have a proper parent. That's like, Hey, do this. And this is what you're going to get. So what do we do? 
We relied on mentors. We relied on teachers that weren't real, that were in video games, that were in anime. I mean, how many different stories have we read where it was like, hey, be ethical. Don't be manipulative. Do this. Be straight up. Show your leadership abilities. Be accountable. Don't be a flake. I mean, there's so many different lessons across so many different teachers from GTO, great teacher Onizuka, Mm -hmm. to Prince of Tennis in terms of this, to... Hayaku or the anime that you were just talking about where a hero uh, no Sora where they don't have these natural talent. It wasn't this guy that's given everything. All it was was just like, okay, how can I get myself a little better every day, bit by bit, day by day? Exactly. And that's one of the things I liked about uh, I like about Food Wars. And I've actually uh, started watching uh, Shokugeki uh, Food Wars again. I finished the first three seasons within like a few days. Because if the main character, Ryoma, he ends up, uh, he doesn't have any talent. Mm. He doesn't. He takes his food combinations and he does a thousand different tests. What if I use this oil? What if I use this oil? And it's so meticulous. And he, he gets beat all the time. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to write that down uh, so that that uh, if I get beat, it's not going to happen this exact way. Mm. He lost to his dad over 900 times. Mm. Who do we know in our life that can take 900 straight L's and still keep fighting and still have that same ambition, that same enthusiasm? Mm. I mean, that's why, again, this anime, if you don't have that mentorship, you don't feel have that. Maybe it's a weird thing to say, but. We have it all over the place. I mean, Spike, perfect, a good mentor right there. I mean, there's just so much to it. But that right there was, uh, what was it? That was Ahiri no Sora, and it's great. Uh, is it fully finished? It It is going to be 50 episodes, so still currently airing on Crunchyroll, which I love. I love. Give me as much episodes. Cause that, well, I have high hopes about this, is that the manga is complete. Unlike some of my some of the other sports animes that you can actually watch it all, and honestly, once we are able to fulfill some of the things that we want to do in the future, I'm gonna do a big one about a little mini series of sports animes because I feel like they don't get as much attention, and some people who aren't fans of sports can watch it and still enjoy the show because of the characters. Yeah, and even if you're not a fan of sports, sometimes you can watch it and become Mm -hmm. a fan. I'm more of a fan now of sumo because of watching that sumo Mm -hmm. anime than ever before. Prince Mm -hmm. of Tennis got me into into sports. If it wasn't for that one silly anime, I never would have picked up a tennis racket. There's there's one show that I watched about soccer that I was like, dang, I actually soccer's cool. Eye Shield Twenty One made me want to play football. <laughs> I don't want to get tackled. I don't want a brain it, like concussion or anything like that. Yeah. But guess what? For that time period, I definitely wanted to. Initial D made me want to be a racer. I want to learn how to drift immediately after like reading and like watching that because it hyped me up so much. Mm. Great anime. Oh, I love it. <sighs> so now. The last one I want to talk about is not an anime that came out during fall. I found it was on a random list I was going through on YouTube. And uh, this one is called Aho Girl. A-H-O Girl. Aho Girl. It's pretty much this stupid, dumb girl that likes bananas. And her um, and she lo- is in love with her childhood friend who hates her. The childhood friend is this guy named Akun, and he hates her, hates her so much. But it's about kind of their dynamic, and every episode made me crack up. Now, what's cool about this anime is it's only 12 minutes. So you can watch the whole 12 season or 12 episodes, and 
it's like watching a half a season of anime at this point because it's half the show time oh, wow. when it comes to it. But each one cracked me up. They're all really funny. The character dynamic between all of them is very good. It was a very pleasant surprise because when I looked at it, I thought it was going to be like a standard harem. Manga has three girls that want him. But when you actually look into the main character, he doesn't want any of those <laughs> girls. He hates them all. Uh-huh. He gets mad at them. And just like his dynamic is very funny with how they all, they all interact. I mean, when he's like, yeah, I've known you for 10 years. And the best thing that I've got from you was the fact that you introduced me to this dog. <laughs> stuff like that just cracks me up hardcore. is it his dog no oh. but he becomes friends with that dog they get a bond oh, for okay. sure so and that one got a four out of five stars i found that on Crunchyroll. very lucky i don't i mean i don't expect them to make a season two or anything like this but for a quick tell 12 episode funny anime that you want that's comedy i mean this one's one of the top ones for mm. me mm-hmm now, a couple things. Uh, did you have any more anime that you want to talk about? Because there's a couple things I want to do uh, ta- uh, bring up. I do have some uh, that sparked my interest. I just never got around to watching it. I'm going to just say them real quick and give a brief uh, discussion on it. One is called No Guns Life. It's on Hulu. It's going to have a second season. So, uh, it's got like a 7 out of 10 on um, my anime list. But basically, it's a world world where people are mutated in these things. And basically, a guy... This guy is gonna have to protect this little this kid with another guy to save it from this evil corporation. I'm gonna check it out. I'll probably do a little bit more details later on in one of the, these week's episodes when I watch it. Another one's a sports anime, which is kind of weird from Ahiri no Sora, but this one's called Hashia Shie no Sora, and this one it, it, in English is called Stars Align, mm. and basically it's a another it's a tennis anime about. Um, these kids meeting up in high school and playing tennis again, like after his school kind of stops. Uh, and then another show I wanted to check out cause I, I'm a fan of case clothes and mystery, like detective esque. This one is called in English case file number two, two, one Kubu Kicho, but in uh, Japanese it's just Kubu Kicho Sherlock. And basically it's about this kid working with Sherlock Holmes to uh, catch serial killers and new cases and stuff like that. Uh, and that looked good. Another one that is a harem one that looks weird enough that I'm just going to look because I would just say that the plot of it, high schooler at Kutsi Takuma has learned to accept his lonely lot in life and is content, uh, surrounded by his studies. But when the God Odin taps him to save the world, it's a East guy We're alongside nine Valkyries fueled by intimacy. Takuma can say goodbye to his solitary existence. It has has kind of terrible things like five point nine five. I got out a of terrible 10. rating. Like there's um, a lot of people. Like, I just want to just see if it, it how bad it is and give more of a chance before I judge it. But um, I'm gonna check that out. Uh, I believe that one was on Hulu. One second, I wrote some of these down. Yeah, you can watch this on high on VRV if you have it. Um, and the other shows are the the first three I talked about were are all on Hulu. Um, and then the last one I wanted to check out that had also has terrible review. And I just want to talk about it because it has, I wanted to tell you about the synopsis, how goofy it sounds, but it's also like a five and it's on Hulu. And this is it. <clears throat> it's called stand my hero's piece of truth. <laughs> Drugs have become the center of conflict in Japan and crime 
involving them has been increasing at an alarming rate. Unable to control the chaos, the police department settled on creating a unit, STAND, that would include unique, specialized experts and professionals better suited to handle the pressing issue. Rei Izumi is a novice joining the Narcotics Investigation Unit, a sign of the daunting task of recruiting the potential representatives of STAND. While recommended for her moral sense of justice and devotion to police work, Ray also has a unique aspect of her own that may have earned her the job. She has an immunity to many, if not most, kinds of drugs. Eager to seek the possible members of Stan, Ray quickly learns that scouting the different individuals will be more difficult than she expected, as each candidate harbors their own feelings ideologies, and willingness towards joining the team and relegating drugs as a whole. Her capability as a narcotics officer is also questioned by the many colorful personalities she meets, stirring conflict and unpredictability in Ray's daily life. However, persuading the various contenders for Stan isn't the only obstacle she faces, as becoming involved in the treacherous underworld of drugs overflowing with deceit and secrecy will become more hazardous than she ever imagined. Do you have to say that like Batman? I do. I I, I want to do the movie voice. I was like, yeah. coming soon to a theater near you. Bam. So, uh, anyways, I, I, what made me laugh was like her immunity to drugs. Like, I'm immune to drugs. I was All like, drugs. I was like, not. I was like, that might not be a good thing. So, I mean, like if you're taking uh, what, painkillers, yeah, painkillers like, or anything, like, oh, it doesn't work. Like, Surgery, they like, hey, uh, we know you're immune to this drug, so you just gonna we gonna have to. You're gonna feel it. You just gonna feel everything. That's you just it. Want to have surgery? Uh, Dennis, like, think about that. Anything, you just gotta yeah, feel it all. You don't I'm feel the pain reliever. And they said it's a unique. I was like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna have that ability. Um, but yeah, it looks horrible. Um, I'm gonna watch it. I won't. <laughs> uh, but that was my the five ones that sparked my interest, and that I, w- I either was going to go to when they first announced, and, or looked up later and said, like, "Oh, let me check these guys out." So some of them I will talk about. Some of them I will sweep under the rug right now, and you won't ever hear about it. All right. Now, the, there's one more thing I wanted to uh, quickly bring up before yes. we kind of wrap everything up, and that is going to be I just seen that Crunchyroll just released. Their top 25 anime of the decade. Top 25 anime of the decade? Yeah. So for the past 10 years, what is the top 25 anime that, that in their opinion, came out? Uh, one I'll already say real quick is uh, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. That, uh, that came out longer than 10 years ago. It came 10 years ago? Yeah. We're talking like 2010 oh, I thought to 2020. They're saying, oh, they're just saying that 2010 to 20. Isn't that what a decade is? Yeah, it is 10 years. Let me see when Full Metal Brotherhood. Because I thought the earlier version came out in full. Uh, came out like, in didn't we watch early that in 2000s. high school? Yeah. Like Not we... Brotherhood. I watched that when I was in the military. See how it came out. Because Full Metal would normally be on here. Like, Yeah, it came out. It ended in 2010. Well, guess what? It sucks. It ended in 2010. Yeah, it still yeah. counts. That you can't do 2009 by it. No, that counts. No. If can't you're buy saying it. it ended in literally January. It ended in the decade. You can't go from 2010 to 2020. If you're saying that only two episodes dropped in 2010 and 95 bullshit. episodes dropped when below you, that. If you're rounding up to the nearest number, is it going to be 
the two thousands or the two thousand tens? I'm signing with siding with Crunchyroll on this. Crunchyroll is goofiest. Oh, right. go! You're trying to get him on a technicality. This is goofy ass. Like anyone gives a damn about two episodes getting dropped if it ends in 2010? You can eat so, a dick. Let me see this. Stuff. All right, so top. Some of these came out in 2011. Season two came out in two. Th- oh my god, I'm watching this. Stuff. Let me check this out. You guys are bullshitting. But that's still again, Brotherhood, oh the gosh. Full Metal Alchemist. Let me see when this aired. Ended up airing apparently before that. Or Crunchyroll just doesn't think it's good enough to hit the top 25 because it's not on that list. All right. So let's hear it. I'm on. All right. So top 25 anime uh, of the decade. Again, this is for Crunchyroll's list. Ernest, please tell us whether you can agree, disagree, right. or whether. Can you see, show it on your screen? On the big screen? Yeah. I, will, I just want to see as you scroll down. I thought that's what I thought you were doing. Oh no, I was. I think that's that. bull. Uh, that you can read for your phone. I just want to see it, I, or I could do. It. I guess I could have done it myself. You could have definitely done that. You, my yeah, bad, punk ass. It's gonna be news. Uh, maybe I don't know what the hell is. I, I found this article from Facebook, so it's like from Facebook. Well, All right, yeah, let me, yeah. let, let me just up. let me do some math. Just go, just start yeah, saying, and I'll tell up, you if I agree or disagree. All right, here we go, because it is not popping up under the news. So, top twenty-five anime of the decade from Crunchyroll's perspective: A Place Further Than the Universe. Haven't seen it, but I would not def- in any particular order. No. Uh, agree, disagree. St- yeah, I, that one is. I haven't finished it, but it was really good. I heard it was good. A Silent Voice. You heard of that? Silent Voice? Yes, I saw the... Uh, I know of the movie. I haven't watched it yet, though. Agree, disagree, maybe stay the uh, neutral because you haven't watched it? Yeah, I'm going to stay neutral. Okay. Too. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan? All right. What does that mean? You agree, disagree, or um, neutral? It- this is not in particular order, so I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Like, does it make sense that it would be the top 25 in the last 10 years? I could see it being top 25, I guess. I don't know why you say, I guess. Yeah. I don't even watch the show, and that's a for sure. <laughs> yeah, like okay, a lot of sure. people into anime. It's yeah. very I, I just popular. haven't watched it. That's why I was like, I need to finish it. So there's okay. some things that I loved about Takatai, and then I was like, all right. Next is Demon Slayer. Yes. Makes sense. Okay. Devilman Crybaby. Yes. Makes sense. Dr. Stone. Yes. Fate Zero, the Fate I, series. I can't watch it, but yeah, people love it. Yeah, I mean, it got, what, like 50 different spinoffs, so I can yeah. kind of see it. The Another one's called Flowers of Evil. Never watch it. Never watch it, so I can't have an opinion. Hunter oh, Hunter. Fuck yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That should be number one. I don't know about but that. But it's not. Top 25 is fine, but. Decade, that's a ridiculous thing. That's number one. JoJo is one of the you greatest. quit dick riding on that uh, the one. Fir- the next, last one, for sure, I dropped immediately, because there's sometimes, this is one of those series where I'm just like. Just say it. Last one was good. I mean, oh, wait. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean yeah. Kill a Kill? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even pay attention much, yeah. to Kill a Kill. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It's just too so, much. Don't agree with that one. Uh, loop on the Third, a woman called Fuchigo Mine. Never seen that, but I am a Loop on the Third, third fan, and mm-hmm. I do like a lot of their movies because they get bloody and gory quick. <laughs> well, you ever see the Goemon fight scene yeah. where he chops off like a bunch of people's hands? Watch, watch it at home, and I also watch it here with you. It is great. <laughs> uh, Made uh, in Abyss. I need to finish that series. But I, I would agree depression. with that one. Uh, Bob Cycle, yes. Madoka Magica. How are you going to skip Madoka Magica? I didn't skip Madoka. It said Made in Abyss. Then right here it says Bob Cycle. Not for me. It says oh, okay. Made right. in Abyss, right. then Madoka. All right. Uh, let's see. My Hero Academia makes sense. Mob Psycho makes sense, even though yeah. it should be One Punch Man over Mob Psycho. Because yeah. One Punch will punch be. Month. Well, we'll. I guess we'll see it. I we'll, think it will be on here. I don't think so. Even though that got people into anime, I think they will. 
I've never seen Nichi Joe, so I don't know that. Ping Pong the Animation, don't know that. Showa Genroku, Rakugo Shinju. Showa, uh, that's the one I told you you should check out. That's actually really good. What's that one about? That know? one's about like a very Japanese style of like uh, storytelling mm. where people come to the audience and they tell these stories mm, with these okay. things. And this ex-felon gets hooked on it from prison and he decides to apprentice. Oh, okay. It's a story about that. See, it's that cool. actually sounds pretty good. I can see that. No. Uh, ReZero. Uh, that makes sense being yep, in the yep. top 25. Uh, I don't know. Shiro Baku. I've never heard of that one. Have no idea. Space Dandy. I can 100% fully agree. It is one of the biggest dark horses of the last 10 years. And it has one of the best standalone episodes called the world without sadness. That is one of the best standalone episodes of all time. Space Dandy. It is one of the most beautifully written episodes I've ever seen watch. And it made me rethink life and death and happiness and sadness in so many different aspects mm. as a whole. Again, you, if I sit there and say, Hey, you don't have to watch all space dandy. Cause it's a lot of the episodes don't really make, uh, don't, uh, coincide. So it's like, they don't really use their material from the previous episode. Kind of like cowboy bebop, a lot yeah. of different cases, but the maybe third, fourth, fifth to the last episode. So it's near the last part. The world without sadness. It will put you in a very weird place mentally. And I absolutely mm. loved it. It's beautiful. Stein's Gate, I heard that was on that list. Yuri on Ice and also Your Name. So I can agree with, uh, with all three of those. Because even though I don't watch Yuri on Ice and I haven't watched Stein's Gate and I haven't watched Your Name, almost never mind. All through three of those, you see on multiple people's yeah. different list across the board. You, you say you haven't watched Your Name? No, I need to, oh, but okay. I haven't I watched that. I had that, that movie. There's another one that's getting dropped in theaters by I think the same production called uh, Weathering with You. Yes, that yes. should be in theaters in uh, January. I think. Do a check of and, that. Yeah, I might actually go to the theaters and see that one. Mm. Heard it was really good. So that's just Crunchy Rules Top 25. Again, we're going to have our own specific list with New Year, but we wanted to also see uh, the Crunchy Roll Awards before we do that. Yeah. Just so we can kind of do like our list. What do we agree with? Uh, what's Crunchy Roll say? Do we agree? Do we disagree? Because they got Best Girl last year on like lockdown. They knew exactly what they were talking <laughs> yeah, about. So the question is, what will they say Best Girl is this time? Will they be two for two? Two and oh? Will they say we'll both? Um, whoa, whoa! It might be Kaguya. We don't know. We don't know. But there's so many best. This, this is a lot. This is tough. I, I'm ready to see uh, their uh, finalists. Exactly. Me too. Like I'm. I, like one of my favorite things is always voting on it. Like it, mm-hmm. it is. Like I always enjoy kind of voting on kind of what the finalists are. Yeah. So. Now, aside from this standard stuff, what are you watching, playing? You watching anything? You playing anything? Tell the audience kind of what you're doing. Um, currently, I am uh, not watching anything right now. Uh, I was enjoying the holidays, relaxing. Uh, Playing-wise, I played <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, for Switch? Uh, for Switch, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing uh, just because I watched. I, I guess I did watch it. I binged all of the Witcher season. It was good. I bought the Witcher for the PS4 Collector's Edition because my wife got into the Witcher as well and I wanted to play it here soon enough. So I'm playing those, but I get still got some things on that category that I beat first. And yeah, I'm just getting ready for the new year in school and stuff, kinda of hanging out, chilling, joining the family, having fun. I like it. That's that's some good yep. stuff. Uh from my end I am 
playing, let's see, a little bit of Pokemon, mm. still Fire Emblem. Um, what's that other game I got for the Switch? Um, I got game? gifted the Spyro the Dragon, the trilogy. Oh, Sweet. So I've just been playing that a little bit. Um, part of me, I've been thinking about buying Cuphead for a few a uh, few months oh, now, cool. just because it's like I, I do want to play it. Like I'm yeah. curious. It's it's a weird game, and I despise American animation in the 30s. I despise it. it looks you so oh. yeah, Betty Boop and all that is so ugly looking, mm. and it, it, it looks like yeah. it looks no, it just looks like an acid trip. Like oh, it okay. looks so <laughs> weird. I mean, if I show you an old video right now and you watch it, you're gonna be like, what the? It, it's just so weird to me. Mm. So, um, in terms of games, I'm playing, let's see, Star Wars. Uh, I made a huge progress on Jedi The Fallen Order. Oh, better finish it. And let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, for Christmas, I this got is- a game called Catherine Full Body. Yep. So, there's an anime game that was made by the same uh, people who made uh, Persona. And so, it's pretty much this guy who ends up. He's in love with this one girl named Catherine and wakes up in bed with a different girl named Catherine. Now, this is a puzzle game. Lots of different puzzles. And so far, it took me probably maybe 45 minutes for my dumb ass to pass the first first level because I did not understand the controls, how to do it. It's so weird to me. Such, But... The way the music is, the way the art style is, how it is, it's like watching an interactive anime. Because, like, they'll text you. Like, Catherine will text you. And so it gives you, like, four responses to text back, like, good or evil. So I really like kind of what they do. I already know who I'm picking. Like, (laughs) I played for one minute, and I'm like, oh, snap. Why would you pick anyone but the original girl? The real Catherine with the long hair and the glasses? Yeah. Get them. She (laughs) wants you to be better. She's better. Why the hell not? The other two girls mean nothing. Catherine and Rin can shove it. But, again, I'm pretty excited to play that. Um, And that's, like, the main things in terms of what I'm watching anime-wise. I finished the first three seasons of Shokugeki. So, by our next podcast... I'm going to finish the last, the final season of Shokugeki, so I'll be caught up on that. I'll finish the last five episodes of Dr. Stone, so I'll be caught up on that, and yeah. I'll be caught up on Fire Force. So I'm going to be caught up. I have a, a little bit of homework. I plan on being caught up on We Never Learn, and I will only touch Orisuki once that um, they release that um, OVA. OVA. Otherwise, there's really no... I, I, I won't watch something I know it leads off on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I'd rather just wait. And that's why I won't watch My Hero Academia mm. until they release like seasons at a time. Because they just released a new movie from theaters and it's continuation from the manga. That's really yeah. interesting. So some people are going to go see it. I heard some things about it, so I'm curious. But I'll wait. I don't know. My favorite hero out of all of them is uh, Sue, the little frog girl. Oh, yeah. She is so great. She's yeah. just adorable. But, yeah, these are the anime that I'll be uh, fully kind of keeping up on. Same with, like, Welcome to Demons, uh, Demons, uh, Welcome to Demon High School, <laughs> as well as Beastars. Yeah. I mean, I plan on sticking around with these for quite a while. Now, aside from this, is uh, before we kind of play our outro, which is going to be the Beastars opening theme song, Ooh. is there anything you wanted to, um, you wanted the audience to know? Um, no, I just hope you guys have a, uh, bring in the new year. This is the 31st. I'm going to probably release the episode either New Year's Day, just real quick to start of the year. And, uh, next, next, we hear from us will be our uh, animes of the year. Hopefully Crunchyroll's released theirs and we can talk about, if not, then you'll just get 
uh, some other episode we'll, we'll come up with. But uh, we love hearing from you guys. E- email us at this is anime archives at right, gmail.com. Yeah, Obviously, <laughs> Ernest doesn't <laughs> access that email this much. Is- I do. Okay. I just dropped it. You looked at me weird. Uh, Anyways. uh, Yeah. Um, And we're excited for some of the new things that we're going to bring in the new year. Uh, Because, yeah, Christmas is over. I actually can say I didn't have to spend my money immediately for family. So I'm ready to get some things. Well, that will be earnest because my ass got a move coming up in January (laughs) or February. And I got to make a deposit plus first month rent. And the deposit is equivalent to first month rent. So these guys are like, hey, take four racks. And it's like. They're asking for it now, and I'm like, "Oi, I get three paychecks before then. You don't need that right now. Like, like, y'all need to shove it. Oh, snaps. It is tough living in Seattle is intense. Yeah. So, um, well, then here we are. Uh, again, this is our final podcast for the year. Yes. Um, for our December 31st, we want to say we appreciate another year with everyone ourselves each other our fans the ability to even be able to make a podcast like this Mm. the ability to sit there and after a year and four months we're still interested in doing this yes we didn't fall off i mean this is we've been could we have been more consistent yes Yes. but i think we have been as consistent as possible with trips and different random vacations that have family life life. call uh school i mean work itself climbing i mean We've done quite a lot for this year. So from us at Anime Archives to you, we just want to say, hey, we appreciate you. We hope you have yourself a good end of the year. Please start the new year. Don't just think of like a resolution that you're going to fall off in the next three months. Yeah. Please think of stuff, a noticeable goal, a goal that you really want to accomplish. Write it down on paper. Mm-hmm. Write down some steps that will allow you to accomplish that so you're not overreaching so it's not a goal that you're going to just that's unrealistic a uh, big thing that i notice that people do nowadays is they kind of get into what's called a habit of quitting a quitting or a habit of failure so if you sit there and you voice something out and you don't follow through with that the question is is how much is your word worth mm-hmm. every time i sit there and say i'm going to do something and i don't i'm adding to the habit of failure i'm not adding to the habit of success i'm actually increasing the habit of uh, the habit of failure at that point so anything that you say out loud and you do not accomplish you are only hurting yourself so mm-hmm. in my opinion and again doesn't mean much if you guys have goals you have dreams and they're realistic i'm not saying you know flight or win the damn lottery but in <laughs> terms of running more being physically active listening to your spouse more actually being a better human being being a better father a better son i mean there's so much to it but if you have a real goal that you want to accomplish and you don't know how, the first thing that you just got to do is write it down on paper. Then, okay, what are the steps that you're going to do day to day, week to week, that's going to lead to month to month, that's going to lead to that year? Because the thing is, is if you build yourself a home, how are you going to build yourself a home? You're going to build it one brick at a time. You're going to take that brick and you're going to lay it as perfectly as what you can. Then you're going to go to the next brick and you're going to lay that as perfectly as what you can. By the time that months go, the weeks turn to day or the days turn to weeks, which turn to months, you're going to realize you laid the foundation perfectly each day. And that is how you get your goal. But if you sit there and say, hey, I want to run a marathon and you don't know how you're going to do that, you just kind of start running and you don't have a clear, concise goal. You don't have it written down. You don't have the steps that you're going to take that is going to get you there and the people around you that will keep you accountable. 
How are you any different than the 50% of people that show up at the gym on January 1st and mm. are nowhere to be seen March? <laughs> so, February. <laughs> February and March. Yep, I, hate, right. I hate the gym the most in January because that's when you see the most people mm. and then you're like, they're not going to stay around. And then February and March, you're exactly right. The gym's back to what it was yeah. again. So again, this isn't a lecture or anything of the sort. We want to go not just end the 2019, yeah, but it's all about how we start 2020 because momentum is a real thing. Momentum in relationships and life and happiness, you need that. And when it suddenly, when you don't have that, it's like a train. It derails. It's, it's hard to get back on track. So don't wait until February to start someone. Don't wait till January 1st to start something. Do something now. Do something yesterday. Yeah. The best thing that you could have done happened yesterday. And if you didn't do it, well, luckily you can do it today. I mean, I woke up at 7 o'clock today in yeah. the morning just to go climbing just so I can get out some form of workout because I didn't have time for the rest of the day because this podcast is so important. Yeah, We all have a hundred reasons why we should do that. And we all have a hundred and one reasons why we shouldn't do that because everything happens to come up. So my only thing through this podcast that I really ask for is if you are the type of person where you want a resolution and you plan on having a resolution, because I have three each year that I, I do my best to fulfill the best thing that you can do for yourself and not just for yourself, but the people around you, because they're going to be inspired by what you do. They're going to mm. want to hear your accomplishments. This mm. isn't just a you thing. This is a you and other things because everything you do is going to affect your spouse, your friends. All your success is going to motivate them and help them out. So why not just do one small thing that people don't do? Write it down and just take the steps one day at a time. Go into 2020 with a mindset of what is it that you want and who do you really want to be? Do you want to be a man of your word, a person of your word? Do you want to sit there and be a better person to your family? Do you want to be a better listener? Because we all know us men suck at listening. Yeah. What is it that we need to work on? Because God knows we got, we're not perfect. Yeah. We got a lot to work on. So this right here is our 2020 or 2019 end Motivation. of the podcast. Yeah anime archives we appreciate everything from our from you guys our listeners and even if it's just us as the listeners <laughs> i appreciate Ernest. and i appreciate yeah. my damn self so this last song is going to be the main theme song opening to uh, the anime that changed i don't want to say changed things but changed how i've at least now we'll start judging cgi yeah and this is going to be the theme song uh to b stars and the song itself is in Japanese. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's called Wild Side. Yeah, Wild I think it is, Wild is Side. what it's called. But again, all you got to do is just go to YouTube, go and B Stars, uh, B E A Stars O P, and you'll be able to see a really interesting music video on top of seeing pretty much a very fun, interesting song. Yeah. So thank you again for listening. We appreciate you. And here is Wildside. Come on, 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 come on,